Welcome to Understandable Solutions, the podcast where we discuss business and current events, those important issues that impact our world. Our goal is that you walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. Here's your host, Jeff Newkirk. Today on the Understandable Solutions podcast, I have a very special guest, Selena Garrett. Now, what's so special about Selena? So many things, so many things. But Selena is an entrepreneur. She's from China, and you've been in this country how long? Six years. Six years. So let me read a little bit about Selena. Born and raised in China, you were the second child in your family when your country in those days didn't allow two children? That's correct. Wow. So tell us just a little bit about that. Because we can, in the United States, we cannot relate to that. We yeah. don't understand it. Yeah. So in the 80s, actually early before that, in the 70s, the government um, started to tell people they are not allowed to have a second or third child. You could only have one. You can only have one because the population was crazy. And I think it has something to do with the policy before that is like everybody was, they believe the more people we have, the more power we have. So there was that generation before ours, people would have like 10 kids or eight kids or seven kids. Okay. So stepping in that generation, the government stopped that and say, you can only have one kid unless you are one of those exception cases. So our family is actually... Um, a little different because my mom got divorced and got married again. That's where the second child came out. That was me. Wow. Wow. So, <laughs> so I, I have quite a few questions around that, but we're going to get through your, your background first and maybe we'll circle back to sure. that. So you moved to Singapore when you were 30 and you worked there for a few years. Mm-hmm. That's where you met your husband, Frankie. That's right. I know Frankie. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> and you got married. And moved to the U.S. in 2016. That's correct. Wow. And before moving here, you had, and you say you've never known God. And you didn't know Jesus for sure. So my first 30 years before I moved to Singapore, actually, I never knew God. I know, never knew there was this Jesus came to the world for us. I had no zero, zero knowledge about that. Okay. Yeah. Because it wasn't allowed? Basically, I was not um, our main religion in China. And a very few, I think you can call them churches. And nowadays we still have some of the churches, but people don't talk about it. And a percentage of people who are believers are very low, especially in that generation. I think um, in my family, both sides, my mom and dad's family, there's nobody. Hmm. So growing up, my classmates going to school and go to work, I basically has very limited access to that whole faith at all. Oh my gosh. This is, uh, this is so important for us to hear because in this country, we, we don't always appreciate, I don't think, mm-hmm. all that we have. And clearly you have experienced, you have far different experiences and we can learn from that. Oh, I think that's true. Yeah. So, so for me, Thank you so much for being on the podcast because I think people are going to get a lot out of our conversation. I hope so. <laughs> no question. So from 
from your journey, your mom, as you say, came to Christ when she was 73 years old. She's now 76, and she lives in China, but she spreads the gospel. Yes, sir. How does she do that? <laughs> With all the power she has left in her life and all the passion well, she has. Well, she's not that old. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 76. But is, is she in good health, I should ask? She um, she's in a good health, but she's getting older and older. And it's hard for her to always get out of the house and do things that she used to be able to do. So um, right now, the way that she spread gospel is she's signed up for a Bible study secretly, of course, in China. Um, and then from see, there. See, that is just, <laughs> that is so hard for any of us to wrap our minds around. She had to do that in secret. She can't just like tell people, hey, I'm going to the Bible study today. No. In No. Because what would happen? Um, so I think a lot of people know this in the year 2019, I think. Um, there are some home church pastors got arrested. So, so we're it, talking only two years ago. Yeah. So and that's nothing new, right? I'm not saying there's no churches in China, but you got to remember that the um, political thing control is very high in me. So you can have churches, but what do you teach? How do you teach? You got to be very, very careful and you can get wrong. So that's why I, uh, my understanding is um, many good um, like home churches really spread gospel and God's words and the truth of the Bible. They have to be doing it secretly. That is, that's amazing. Amazingly bad that it has to be that <laughs> yes, way. Yes, it is. But people but it, appreciate when they know it's so hard to, to do that. So my mom used to go to a church. That church was probably a little bit bigger than this room. I call it a church. It's not really. They rent. So in this, this room that we're in is about 80 square feet. Right. Okay. Just, <laughs> just to give people a sort of a framework of reference. Yeah. So that is just a, um, a hotel room. So their church, their home church actually rent this room in the hotel secretly. They hang a very small cross on the wall. I, I used to see that picture. And every Sunday, people will come here and mom has to travel. Like she needs to take buses and she needs to walk miles to get there. And then people will go there. Some people will take their kids and they have to have one or two people to um, take care of the kids. Where they do that is in the bathroom. So the rest of the group can gather in the bedroom, actually worship and very quietly sing the song and read the Bible. How many people can fit into this room? Oh, um, I think the most time they, the most, and that was one time they had like 20 people. Which would, I mean, 20 people in 80 square feet, that's pretty tight. <laughs> Maybe a little bit bigger than this. Plus there is a little like, bathroom the kids were yeah. screening <laughs> but still kicking in I mean, there it's just just amazing yeah just amazing now you and frankie you started your business here in the u.s during covid yes we did wow so congratulations Thank on you. doing that opening your starting your business mm -hmm. and you're still in business you're mm -hmm. doing very well you're thriving thank you in mm -hmm. in during a pandemic amazing amazing mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Again, congrats. And, and you're here in Texas. Your goal with your business is to provide positive impact to small business or nonprofit, the nonprofit community mm -hmm. 
by providing the very best customer service you can to business owners regarding payroll. Yes. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit about that, but Mm -hmm. knowing God from what you have learned over the last couple of years, everything, everything in life has a purpose. Everything. Okay. And remembering that God is in, is present. Yes. Always. Always. And it helps you each and every day. Yes. God's love has transformed you and he will keep doing great things through all of us. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And I love how you put all that. Thank you. Wonderful so words. So Selena, again, it's great to have you on the podcast and, and I've learned a lot already. <laughs> and some of it, honestly, I didn't want to learn, you know, because <laughs> I don't want to think that things are so restricted in China mm-hmm. that it's tough to be a Christian. Yes. To, to express your faith. And we don't appreciate that, what we have here in the U.S. No, we don't. <laughs> and beyond that, the, the, when you were saying you can only have one child, that is just mind-boggling to me. <laughs> and is that still happening? No, right now, the generation after generation, right? So now the, uh, the government is encouraging everybody to have two kids or three. But unfortunately, most of the young people nowadays, they don't want to have kids anymore. So They don't have kids? <laughs> they don't want to have kids, right? We're facing the similar, I think, situation globally. But right now, we don't no longer have that that um, that rule anymore, okay. that one-child rule anymore. I think a couple of years ago, they released that because they realized the population uh, number in the future will be a trouble if they keep doing that. Oh my gosh. Wow. So is it, uh, do you think that they changed that rule only because of what's going on in China or because of pressure that they would get from the rest of the world, like the U.S.? I think it's both. It really, nowadays I understand a little bit more about the things and how I don't think that would be only one reason why they're doing it. I think there have to be a lot of reason to the political world right now and all the forces around. And um, China is still trying to win the games. And as always, I love my country. Doesn't mean I agree everything they do. Okay. Yeah. So so you, you love China. I do. I love the people. Love the people. <laughs> but there are some things there that you just don't agree with. I don't agree, especially the faith-related um, issues. And I know some of the pastors got arrested years ago. They were probably still in prison right now when we're speaking. So, yeah. Wow. That is really sober. I just hope they don't go in there and arrest my mom when on those things. <laughs> well, certainly we hope and pray that never happens no matter mm-hmm. what. And uh, I know that, you know, God is watching yes. over her. And is keeping her safe. He definitely is. Yeah. So, Selena, tell us a little bit about being an entrepreneur, because you you and Frankie just started your business. Mm-hmm. How how did you get uh, involved in starting your own business? What was it that motivated you? Okay, I think in short, that's God's calling as well. Um, so both. But you didn't wake up one morning and no. just you know. God said, Selena, start your own business? No, not that way. Okay. All right. <laughs> so 
Um, Frankie and I both have this entrepreneur spirit. I think um, in our blood. I think we we got together. We you know from the very early um, days when we started to date. We we used to talk about you know I want to have our own business and we talk about this. So of course we we both had our jobs and we took a look at several deals. Um, just before COVID, we were looking at some of the you know buying some already existing business we, we we took a look at some things but we just we we didn't feel like we wanted to you know full time just quit what we were doing because back then both of us had had um full-time job mm-hmm. so and do you still have your full-time job i i do right now okay. well by the time this podcast got released i'm not sure <laughs> okay. well so we're and, in transition so I, I mean i've known you now for yeah. what a couple of years yeah and I, I don't know how you do it mm-hmm. you know starting the business you've got kids yes Right. And wow. How, I mean, how do you fit everything into the day? We really just didn't. I don't think we, we had an, a choice not to do it because everything was put in our hands. And I, I truly believe that was God's will because all of these years we've been whining, like what to find, what to do. And we came up with this idea, you know, one of these days we're going to do this, but but not right now because None of us wanted to do any like networking or going out there or just meet with people. You are an incredible networker, though. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. But (laughs) if I tell you, you know, Jeff, the very first time I went to a networking group meeting, that was in IA. I think I met you there the first Mm -hmm. time. Yep. I was sitting action. Right. I was sitting in the car, both of us sitting in the car. That was my very first time. Before that, it was no chamber or any other networking. That was my very first time in my lifetime. So I was sitting there and I was holding the handle on the car um, door inside of the car. I was like, God, I cannot do this. Don't make me out there. I don't want to go there. So, so we were knocked it out of the park. No. So we were both like breathing, like we're looking at each other. You're going to do more and you're going to do more, you know? And then, and then Kathy, um, who is the owner of speed pro, uh, Magnolia. She, yes, okay. she mm-hmm. she she walked by. She parked the car right next to us, and she walked by. I never know knew him her by then. So she walked into the building, and I just heard this voice like saying, "Follow her." <laughs> so <laughs> so I did. I got out of the car. Both of us did. I went there. So Kathy happened to be the first person I sat down and passed my business card to. A month later, she became our first customer. Wow. Wow. Within a month. Yes. So I just feel like God is trying to tell us it's okay. I know you're scared, but I'm with you. I know that I was on the right track, although um, I doubt myself so many times. Why am I doing this? Oh, my gosh. But you've had such great success since you've started, right? I did. And actually, I think the most growth I got out of it is that Selena... You could think what you are, who you are, what you're good at and what you're not. You don't. You don't until you're put in a position and God says, I have more inside of you that I want to get out of. Would you trust me and go try it? I did. And turn out people likes me. People, I, we met at a networking event when I, was, when I was panicking. I had to say prayers on the way. I don't know what to do, what to say. And finally God says, Selena, just be yourself. It's okay. You don't yeah. have to fake 
yourself. You don't have to do or say anything that other people want to hear or want you to do. Be yourself, and that way you will draw that those people towards to you if they truly meant to be your friends or absolutely. Your and, and and if you're not yourself, people can see through yeah. that anyway. Yeah, yeah, and, and being genuine and just. You know, being who you are and, mm-hmm. and who God made you, mm-hmm. that's that's what people will latch on to. That's yeah. what and that's what people like so much about you because <laughs> you just you're just real. You know? I mean just, you Selena Garrett, that's it's you know, you're the real thing. <laughs> I just came out from the chamber uh, meeting sign up for the diplomat. Um, just now. Okay. And then on the paperwork, they were asking, what is the fun fact about you? And I said, I pointed to, I said, number one, I'm a really, I'm really, I am a serious person, but people think I'm funny. <laughs> and number two, I, I, I know for sure, spiritually, I'm a German shepherd, but people think I'm a chihuahua. <laughs> that's how I look at it. But uh, that's God's power. That's God's power. That's not mine. Awesome. Awesome. So what what has been your secret to get the success that you've had in, in your business? To be honest, um, struggled a little bit when I tried to rely on my own strength. I always fail. I always come back and by the end of the day, I'm like, what did I do? Why did I do this? Yeah. And then turn out, you know, I didn't have the first hour with God to start with my day. As, as, as you mentioned, I have a full-time job. I still have. Mm-hmm. And um, I have three kids. I have this new And they're business. all young, right? Yes. I have a seven years old, six years old, and we have a 16 years old okay. Um, okay. teenager. So there's a lot going on. If I really, sometimes people will ask me, how do you handle all of this? And I am a workaholic. I, I don't. Do you sleep? No, I do. Okay. <laughs> but if just talk about my 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 uh, full time job, I need to take hundred percent responsibility over that because I'm over a team as well, over a team of three. I need to make sure that people are okay. The job is done. So uh, people sometimes they come to me and ask me, ask me, how do you do this? I I just keep telling them stuff. That's, that's not me because I know if it's my power, I will fail so many times. I can't tell you how many times I need to get up. In the morning, and I said, "Okay, I need to sit down, and I need to read Bible. I need to, I need to spend my my hour with a prayer group." And I did. Before that, I always feel like my time is not enough. Twenty four hours is definitely definitely not enough. And then at one point, I, I I reach out to a group of people that have a prayer group. Every morning, they will spend one hour early morning to pray together. I'm like, there's no way I can do that. That is a golden hour of my day. You know, how can I do that? So my friend says, just just try it. So I tried it. Yeah. After I tried that, that very morning, and I remember so clearly, that was one Monday morning after a holiday, and everything was so crazy. And after the prayer, um, I just, I was able to calm down and in peace. The, The rest of the day, just, you feel like your time got multiplied. It's just amazing. Mm. So I sign up on that every early morning. I, I most of the time, if I didn't have any, you know, critical things that going on, I mm-hmm. I don't have my calendar blocked. And but and then uh, the other friend, you know, we, we just really need to work together with the brothers and sisters in Christ. Sometimes they can encourage you and tell you what to do. And then and then I also set aside thirty minutes or forty minutes in the morning before the prayer group. For, for myself to read Bible, to spend time with 
with God alone. At the beginning, I'm like, there's no way I can do it, but I did. And so every single time I tried these, and I I see how God works in my life. I see how miracle happens, and just He uses His power to multiply my energy, my power,、mm-hmm. my positive attitude, my time, and all of the things. I realized, Jeff, if you ask me, what's the secret? That is my secret. That's it. So does Frankie also get up early with you? I mean, does he do? He actually gets up earlier than me. Well, well like, what time do you get up? <laughs> I mean, how, how... he normally as soon sometimes before the alarm go off, before five or something. He will get up. He will read Bible. He will make my coffee. <laughs> wow! And then that's when I get. You got him well trained. <laughs> he is、Nicely、trained. Done, Selena. Well trained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Good.、Yeah. Good. So, what do you see 2022 bringing for you and your business? I mean, we've gone through a couple of really tough years, but you've experienced good business growth. I did.、Mm-hmm. What do you see happening this year for you guys? Okay, I see. Again, as I mentioned earlier, by the time this podcast released, probably I would no longer work for my full time job anymore. That would、okay. be a sacrifice of the financial world of ours. But I see the first step that God want me to do is to trust in Him.、Mm-hmm. So He want me to get out so that I can focus hundred percent on the business. But before that, He wants me to take care of my kids and my family, and that is not just get things done, but deeply building that relationship with every single kids and my husband taking、mm-hmm. care of them, and then also you know spend more time with Him. And I already signed up another Bible study. Two Bible studies here, and one of the group、um, they are needing some teachers as well. So I might very quickly get that、teach? going. I, I would go get trained and teach some of the Chinese Bible study. Nice. So that's my plan. But I、okay. think the, the the business, if I can put in the place, that will be the third.、Okay. After God, after my family, the business will be the third. Thing that God want me to focus on this year, just drop that bread and milk that I think I'm holding so long and say, okay, I don't want it to go. Full time job is important,、uh, but this is where I see God want me to fully do a transition and just to to really just pursue my entrepreneur、okay. uh, life. Kind of that entrepreneurial spirit is going to take over. Yes. Yeah. Good. And and what is it like working with your husband? I mean, I know you and Frankie are hard workers, and you've made a lot of、uh, effort to get the business where it is today. You've experienced great success, but what is it like working with your spouse? Now, if you ask him, he may tell you something different. But if you ask me, it's great. <laughs> okay. But you're laughing a lot, so that tells me that there might be a challenge or two.、Um, I wouldn't say it's a challenging. So, so we have a very good. Um, way of communication, I would say that I appreciate you talk、lot. and he listens. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> But Frankie is a good thinker. I am a, a very good doer, and that's a good combination. Frankie likes to get things、uh, sorted out in his head before take action. I like to do as I learn. Frankie likes to make big plans ahead, and he knows exactly where he's heading. I like to know. Near future plan for me, so I can get everything planned around, and so I can execute it.、Mm-hmm. I see ourselves really being real good 
real good um, partner in all the ways. And more importantly, I think that relationship between us as as husband and wife and over the last few years, especially when we both realize that we need to put God in in the middle of our life as the foundation, as the rock, mm-hmm. everything else just come along. The communication gets better and better. The support to each other is better and better. And at workplace, of course, we respect each other's different perspectives. So we we very rarely we will have argument. We we don't really have that. So when we have some challenging moments, like making decisions, we will sit down and talk. And most of the time, yeah, yeah. Most agreement. of time, yes. And most of the time, we will pray. We will hand to hand, kneel down, and we will pray before we make big decisions and okay. important decisions. So I really see it's great to me. I hope he will tell you the same thing. I'm sure he would. Sure if he, would. he doesn't, God bless him. <laughs> I hope God works in if his he heart. If he knows what's right for him, he'll say the same thing. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah. So what piece of advice would you give uh, couples who want to go into business for themselves but partner? You know, mm-hmm. what, would you, what piece of advice would you give them? Um, you know, as, as, as Jesus follower in faith is my first one thing, number one thing I, I definitely, um, wanted to say if, if you guys do have faith, then put the faith in the middle of your everything, right? In the, in the center of everything. I think when you realize, um, when you're communicating with those people, with this person in front of you, it, whether or not is is your spouse or your coworker or whoever, you got to realize that person might not agree with you or might look like challenging you, but the real enemy is not him or her. It's the enemy that we both need to face too. So with that mentality, nine time out of 10, you should be able to focus on what is really important and walk towards to that point. Now, for couples might not have the faith with me, I respect that as well, because that's the person I used to be. I think I understand. So I think it's very important for the couples to come together and have some, some have some rules just to keep in mind. You know, we are going to do this, but whenever we have some issues, let's set some rules. Let's, for example, let's sit down for 30 minutes. Both of us talk about it. When I talk, please listen to me. Try not to interrupt me. And just have that respect to each other and understand we're all here for the game. We're not here against each other. Boy, I think that is so important. You know, give respect. Yes. And let listen when mm-hmm. they talk and make sure that they're listening when you talk. Make decisions together mm-hmm. uh, and know that you are in this together, not against each other. Right, right. Yeah, very mm-hmm. profound. <laughs> Excellent. So as uh, an entrepreneur and working mother, you've had a lot on your plate, but it's going to be a great year. So where do you see your business and your you and Frankie like five years from now? Um. So five years from now, or I wouldn't say maybe three years from now. <laughs> okay, three years. I'll go, I'll go with Depends that. Depends on. What's okay. the vision? What's the <laughs> yeah, vision? the vision is I wanted to be able to um, train up a good team to manage the business itself. We overall will manage it. At the same time, we might be able to start another business related to it. So like another type of business another, or another type of business not payroll because this is a okay. franchise already yeah. right so 
So on top of that, my ultimate goal, maybe you didn't ask this, but maybe in five or 10 years, I, I hope both of us can utilize all the you know resources that we have, the success we have from the business that we can be more involved in do some um, missionary kind of work okay. and support to the churches. Like I believe when I started my journey with a Bible study teaching, it might lead me to something else that God really caused me to do. Mm-hmm. So that's something I think is really important. Ultimately, that would be the purpose why we're doing all of this, what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of uh, the, the business is a means to an end. Yeah. It's not necessarily your purpose. Right. So you you studied the Bible a lot over the last uh, five years or so? <laughs> not really, not in the fa- last five years. I just woke up probably same same time with the business starting. Uh, in the last four some years, I was asleep, like spiritually. Okay. So in okay, the last, but- I would say six nine months, that was my uh, spiritual growth. Um, spike <laughs> so so let's let's pretend you're talking to somebody who has never even opened the bible mm. right i mean they don't know anything about it and they're just like sort of curious what would you tell them because this is sort of re- recent for you it's not like you've been reading the bible your whole life this is this is sort of recent so what would you tell somebody <sighs> this is a tough question um i would put in two scenarios Okay. I, I think the personality and their experience is very important in this case. For somebody like me, you can't push them. So I would encourage them to know Jesus first before reading Old Testament because that can be really challenging. Well, so letting them know. Yeah, the, there's parts of the right, Old Testament that will scare people away. Right. Um, so knowing there is a God that is loving them all the time, no matter what, and always waiting for them to turn around to him and to be forgiven and go back to God's kingdom. I think that's where I'm going to start now. If they're willing to open up the conversation, I have a lot to say, right? (laughs) Yeah. But um, let's say for for others, for example, I have this one friend. I have known her for 20 years. I never thought she would ever open the Bible and read. And but when she agreed to read Bible with me, by the way, she is in China still. She's in China and actually she works for the government. So it's very so hard. Does she actually have a Bible? She does have a Bible on her phone now. Very, okay. very <laughs> difficult to get one Bible copy. You, do you know most of the copies of Bible are printed in China, but you're not, you can't find a Bible in the bookstore? Yeah, because you're not allowed to have Right, you yeah. can't. So you have to get it from somewhere secretly. But he, she started to read Bible, and one day she just told me, you know, this Old Testament hit me. I was curious to know why. But that's where I said background of a person is it's important because um, her background, she studies those um, ancient stuff. Give me that word. I forgot what you call that. Um, and the history and all the old stuff under the ground. <laughs> I want to help you, but I don't know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she goes to the museum and she sees all the things. And one like day, archaeology. She, yes, or? yes. Okay. Thank Ooh. you. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. So she she just one day she says, "I came out from the museum. I just stood there and I said to myself, thousand years ago, thousands of years ago, people can make things like this in detail and so good. I think there is a master.'" 
So I think couldn't have done it on their own, right? Right. So I think it depends on the person. I I would say God is just. God is love. Overall. Okay. All right. Very good. Now let's switch to the business. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to start their own business, and uh, they need some guidance. What would you tell them? Go talk to Frankie. <laughs> well, Frank, Frankie will be happy to hear that. <laughs> hey, yes, to be honest. So Frankie probably is one of those guys have this plan in his head five years ago. Now he's there. He's doing it. He's really, he likes to help people to 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 get starting. And well, you both have that giving spirit, <laughs> right? That I think is so important. It, yeah, it really is. I mean. Nothing is going to come to fruition unless you have, I believe, unless you really have that uh, servant leadership, that giving mentality. Yeah. 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 It's it's all about everybody else, right? (laughs) It's not about you. It's not truly. Um, Just this last Wednesday, we were we were at the church, and I learned this exactly thing that you said. Jesus is our leader. So the group shared something. The most impressive leaders they ever remember in their career or lifetime are the ones that put themselves aside and they lead, they care, and then everything is about the person, the people in the team that they serve is no longer about them anymore. That's where most of the time you really see those people getting really successful as well. Yeah, because they, they've under, they understand that in order to make an impact, it's not what they do or it's not what you know taking it on themselves it's about giving yeah right it's about what can i do to help you Mm -hmm. what can i do to make your life better your day better and when you have that thought process of it's it's about everybody else and how can i serve everybody else then i think that's you're, you're on the right path to a good leader yeah that's true if you don't if you don't have that thought process if you think like well i did this i did that um we're, we're, our business is going well because I'm so awesome. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that's that's not it. That, at all. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Selena, this has been so awesome. I, I, we've been talking now for a little over half an hour, and the time has flown. <laughs> it is. So I, I'm so glad that you were here. How can people get in touch with uh, you and Payroll Vault? Okay, they can go to our um, website, Payroll Vault Spring, Texas. Um, they can reach me on my cell phone, 346-831-3833. They can send email. They can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere. You know, just search payroll. We will, we will show up on the screen. And, so, or they can come to you and you can give them our so contact if, information. If somebody, I, I, I certainly can, <laughs> and I would be happy to do that. But if somebody just Googles payroll Spring, Texas, you're going to show up. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. Awesome. And... So what is the one, you know, my thing with uh, every episode, I want, I want people that have listened to walk away with at least one nugget of useful information. Yeah. Now, we've talked about a lot of stuff today, and I think there are several nuggets, but what would be one uh, nugget that you want people to walk away with? Okay, I would, just, I would just say this. We have a great God. You know him or not, he's there. It's okay if you don't know him before. You didn't know him before. It's never too late. Now, the last thing I want to say, if this God can do great things through me, and if you know me, you know I'm teeny tiny. That's why people call me Chihuahua. But if this great God can do great things through me and he can use broken people like me, 
He can use you. Wow, that is, that's really, that's profound. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and to the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm always grateful that uh, you turn in Understandable Solutions podcast. And, and I want to know what the one nugget was that you got from today's episode. So you can email me at jeff at understandablesolutions.com. And just let me know what it was. It's been a great conversation with Selena today, and I hope you come back. Thank you so much. I think we have more to talk about. Okay, thank you. And to listeners, I hope today was a great day. I hope tomorrow's even better. Peace, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Understandable Solutions. We hope we met our goal and remember that was for you to walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. And tell us what that is. We want to know. Be sure to review us favorably on your favorite podcast platform.